Welcome to the Always Reading Novels and Watching Movies podcast. This is the podcast that's all about novels, movies, and TV shows, where I'll be sharing love for all of them. Today, I am talking about novels and how to know when you find novels that you want to read again. So every single novel that you read, you're not going to love, you're not even maybe going to like. Some of them you're going to like and they're okay. Some of them you don't even get done reading, but there are some that you love so much that you would actually read again. And this is the same with movies and TV shows. There are just those gems that you resonate with, that you love so much, that you really had fun watching or reading that you would read and watch again. So I'm focusing on novels today in this episode, and I will tell you how you know when you want to read a novel again. I mean, obviously, it might be obvious. It might be pretty obvious, but I just want to share these points for you to look for when you're reading novels so that you'll really know, oh, this is a novel I want to read again, and you make a note of it. It takes me a few years before I would want to read a novel again, usually, and there are not that many books I've read in my life, actually, but I've made a list of the ones that I want to read again. And I'm going to share the novels that I want to read again and love so much after I share these different points. When you find novels that you want to read again, there is something in that novel that stood out to you. Something that just caught your attention, that interested you, and you want to know more. You love the book so much for any reason, for many reasons, for whatever reason. It was so much fun for you to read. You had so much fun reading it. You paid attention to the details. No matter what kind of book it is, some of them go into more detail than other others. And if you really are into it, you'll want to pay attention to all the little details. I do this with movies all the time because movies are my true love. So I just pay attention to everything I can. And different times I'm watching it, I notice and pick up on different things that maybe I wouldn't have the other time. And that happens with books too. So you pay attention to all the details, little, big, all of it. You loved the characters. Unfortunately, it is rare sometimes to read a novel with super, very developed, in-depth characters. A lot of times you will read a novel and you'll like it, it's enjoyable, but there's something missing. And usually what's missing is the fact that characters are not developed enough to your liking. It could be a character that is super horrible or a character that you absolutely love. That doesn't matter. What matters is whether or not the characters are developed. And most likely you will love characters more if they are developed. So look for that. You learned something that was worth learning. And the best times that happens are when you don't even expect to learn anything. You're just reading a novel for fun because you like the subject that it is. You like the author or whatever, the time period or anything like that. And you end up learning stuff that you didn't even know you were going to learn. That's actually worth learning. That's always so much fun. 
and such a great surprise. You've felt multiple emotions reading it. So my favorite author is Leanne Moriarty. Okay, she's one of my favorite authors. And she has everything in her novels that I want. Meaning, I feel a lot of different emotions when I'm reading her novels. When you're reading her novels, you may feel happy, sad. There's a lot of humor in there. There's a lot of surprises in there. There's a lot of secrets in there. It's thrilling. There's mystery in there. It's about friendships, relationships, all of the stuff you can think of. And the woman, a woman is the center of it. All of the stuff you can think of is in there. And that's an example of feeling multiple emotions as you're reading it. Those books are very well thought out and thoroughly written amazingly. And they go into all of that. They do it so well and it's beautiful when you feel a lot of different emotions. And that's normal. Sometimes you're not going to because if it's a super funny book, maybe it's just going to be funny. And that's good too. But when you feel a lot of different emotions, that's when it feels more real to you. And you're like, wow, this writer really did it. A favorite of yours is in the book. Something that's your favorite is in the book. Whether it's a place that you love or want to go to. Whether it's a theme that you're so interested and fascinated by. Whether it's a topic that you can't get enough of or anything like that. It could be about fashion. It could be about a place that you love. It could be about romance. It could be about a subject matter that you're just so fascinated by. Like I said, So that'll help you really get into the book even more and it will definitely want you to keep reading. You'll want to keep reading it. You could picture it as you read it. This is one of my favorite parts about reading a novel is since they don't give you such descriptions most of the time, you get to figure that out for yourself and decide that for yourself as you're reading it. You can picture it come to life, what the character really looks like, what the character is really doing, where the character really is at, and what is really happening, how it really is going and unfolding. And you just picture it come to life, you see it as a movie, you see it as a TV show, you just see it come to life. That's good writing, and that's so, so amazing to read. Last point. I've read this in some reviews on books, and I feel the same way. I'm like, huh, that's true. You're jealous of people who haven't read it yet. There's so many books that I've read that I really love, even though I haven't read so many in my life so far, that I remember the first time I was reading them and I really enjoyed it and it was so much fun for me. And I love that feeling. I just want to capture that and I just want to feel that again. So for other people that haven't read those books that I love, I'm like, you're really in for something amazing. And you get kind of envious of them because you just want that first feeling of reading something you love again. And you hope to find that every time you read a book, but you know that you're not going to love every book and feel that feeling. So those are the different ways you can really find out if you want to read a novel again after you've read it. And whether that's three months later, a month later, six months later, a year, two, three, four years later, whatever, however long in between, that's up to you. This will just save you time to really pinpoint and nail down what really determines a book worth reading again that you loved. Because there are some books that you love so much, but you may not want to read them again for, you know, a number of reasons. So just because you love a book doesn't mean you're going to want to read it again. 
there has to be a reason for you to want to read it again and it can vary from person to person but these are the reasons for me so maybe you can resonate with that as well so again it is something that stood out to you in the book you just love the book so much it was so much fun to read you paid attention to the details you loved the characters you learned something that was worth learning you felt multiple emotions reading it a favorite of yours is in the book, whether that's a place, a theme, a topic. You could picture it as you read it. You're jealous of people who haven't read it yet. And a bonus is after you've read it, you just can't stop thinking about it. It lingers in your mind. It is so memorable for whatever reason. It could be something the character did. It could be what the book is about. It could be how the book ended. It could be what happened in the book. It can make you think about something. It just sparks something in you that you just can't get out of your mind right away. That's another way. So, you know, it may be straight up obvious as to why you would want to read a book again and how to find that out, but... These will just make it easier for you and save you time and make it be quicker for you to really make that decision if you want to. And now I will tell you um, what my favorite ones are that I want to read again, but I've only read once so far. And that's fun too, you know, it's really fun when you read a book and you're like, I'm going to read this book again. And it's been a long time since you have, like, I can't remember the last time I've read these books. It's been so many years. And it will be so exciting to read them again because in a way, it's kind of like I'm reading them for the first time, even though I am not, because it's been so long. So if you want to read a book again, I recommend and suggest that you wait a long period of time before you do that again, because the longer you wait, the more like it will be the first time for you. And you'll have that feeling again that you had the first time you read it. And, you know, you might even pick up on something different that you didn't pick up the first time you read it, just like as you watch a movie or something like that. And that's really fun all the time. So I haven't read that many books in my life at all. I mean, I try to track it on Goodreads and I try to remember every book I've ever read and maybe I left some out, but I don't know. Now I definitely keep up with it. I started reading in my early 20s, so it was a while ago, and that's when I really started to love it. The first novel that I've read is The Starter Wife. And that book I loved. It's just so cool that the first novel I happen to read from beginning to end is one of my favorites. So it really does have that special place in my heart since it was my favorite one. And at the time, her name was Gigi Lavangi Grazer. And now it's just Gigi Lavangi. So I've also read other of her books. And some of them I like more than others. But I like all of her books that I've read of hers. I haven't read them all that she has written, but I've read a few of them. The Starter Wife by Gigi Levangie Grazer, because at that time that's what her name was. Queen Takes King by Gigi Levangie Grazer. Those were a while back. And I think only one of her books, or maybe two of them, are under Gigi Levangie. So 
She is one of my favorite authors. And after reading The Starter Wife, that really got me in love with reading novels. So I'll never forget that. Another one of my favorite authors is Beatrice Williams. She was my introduction to historical fiction, which became my favorite genre to read of fiction. So I've read Tiny Little Thing, A Certain Age, The Wicked City by Beatrice Williams and some for other books as well. But those are the three that I love the most that I've read from her so far that I want to read again. I haven't read all of her books yet. But out of the ones I've read of hers, Tiny Little Thing, A Certain Age, and The Wicked City are books that I want to read again from her. The other of my favorite authors is Leanne Moriarty. So I have three favorite authors and Leanne Moriarty's What Alice Forgot, The Husband's Secret, and Big Little Lies are books that I love that I've read of hers and I haven't read all of her books yet that I want to read again. Another author that I love, and she doesn't write under this name anymore, is Madeline Wickham. She also writes under the name Sophie Kinsella. Madeline Wickham wrote The Gatecrasher, The Wedding Girl, Sleeping Arrangements, and those are the books I've read of hers under that name that I want to read again. And they were, like, way back, kind of, you know, a while ago, like, for real. But I actually love those books by her than her. I like those books better than her Sophie Kinsella books. But there is a Sophie Kinsella book that I love so much that I want to read again called Twenties Girl. And I would also read The Undomestic Goddess by Sophie Kinsella again. So all these books that I'm saying by these authors, I have not read every single book they have written yet. Another book that I would read again that I loved is Meet Me in Monaco by Hazel Gaynor and Heather Webb. It is about Grace Kelly, but not, it's like loosely based on her, inspired by. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid is my favorite novel I've ever read in my life. Number one favorite. And I can't wait to read it again, but I'm gonna wait a bit, a little bit longer. Another one that I, that I want to read again is Dorothy Parker Drank Here by Ellen Meester. Searching for Grace Kelly by Michael Callahan. It is not about Grace Kelly and she's not in the novel, but I just love it anyways. The Lido by Libby Page. The Actor and the Housewife by Shannon Hale. All We Ever Wanted by Emily Giffen. Lipstick Jungle by Candace Bushnell. The Last Original Wife by Dorothy Benton Frank. The Rumor by Ellen Hildebrand. The Girl in White Gloves by Carrie Maher. Okay, so I know that's not that many, but really that's what I could think of when I made that list. And I'm sure there's going to be more that I read that I'll add to that list. But I just love those all and I look forward to reading them again. It's always fun when you wait a long time to read a book again that you loved it's the closest thing you can get to you know to have that feeling again for reading it for the first time and yeah that's always a good fun thing to do whenever you want so i hope you love this episode please follow at reading at always reading novels 
on Instagram and TikTok. And there's a new episode each week on this podcast. Next week, we'll be talking about movies. So thanks for listening and thanks so much for being here. Keep listening to the Always Reading Novels and Watching Movies podcast. And if you love it, share it with people you know who you think would love it too. And rate it, subscribe, and leave a review.